Welcome to the Professional Confessional, how the biggest mistakes we've ever made fundamentally changed our work, our careers, and our approach forever. Gain wisdom and perspective through these audio absolutions. Today's guest is Rob Finn, a successful global sales manager for an international conglomerate. However, I'd like to introduce you to who Rob was just five years ago, an inexperienced first-time closer with something to prove to the world, which led him to ignore every red flag for eight months while chasing an impossible-to-close commission. I was doing renewals and expansions for um, a software company up in Massachusetts. Uh, It was my first closing role. I was incredibly excited and incredibly uh, ambitious. Uh, Wanted to, you know, kick everybody's ass. And uh, I'd actually had to interview for the role like four times because I kept messing up the role play portion of it. I had a chip on my shoulder to go in and do big things and prove everybody wrong, you know, show everyone how great I was. So that's the headspace that I was in at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a lot of that I still carry with me now where I do want to be good as I can be and be successful. Um, but I think there was a, a little more vitriol in my uh, approach and thought process. I was working with smaller customers. What ended up happening was a customer of mine that essentially on one phone call said, you know, we are interested in a huge enterprise wide rollout. And, you know, I was doing the math up in my head and it was like, you know, it would, it would have been 40% of my over my quota to, to just close this because it was so much bigger than anything else oh, wow. that I was, I was working on at the time. For the next, I think, eight months, I had this gigantic deal in my pipeline that I refused to get rid of and would always have excuses for why it, there wasn't updates for it. I took time from the solutions architects and consultants to have them answer questions for these guys. They were just really, really wishy-washy. Essentially, not only did I waste my own time, not only did I promise or you know keep pushing this thing out that never really had any legs that was you know, would send send up a red flag because it was so much bigger than anything else that I was working on. I took the time of my boss at the time, other people that I was working with, and other people within the company to work on and talk about this giant deal that never was in the first place. What I what I ended up finding out was they I think they came to us after again after eight months closing this out and wasting the time of probably twenty people internally strategizing about what we're going to do with it, talking with the VP, all of this stuff. And when in the back of my head, I'm you know just like we're, I'm going to make this happen. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to. I don't care. They just stopped responding and then finally gave up. It was like, oh, I feel terrible. Wasted so much time with everyone around me on this deal. Then they came back two months later, said this, the CFO said, give us your best price. And we tried to, you know, send him something and be reasonable and, and undercut whoever else he might be going with. And it was clear from the response that we got from him and from the original two people that I had connected with, we were never even remote under consideration. All it was was them stringing us along to get as much information as they could out of us to get our price to then go back to the vendor that they really wanted to work with and say, well, this is what your competitor is offering. They said, I think in his email said something like, from the beginning, we were very clear that this was exploratory, et cetera, et cetera. And basically said, uh, you know, we couldn't believe that you kept coming back to us too when we kept, you know, just dragging you along. Um, And it was, it never really had, it wasn't some spectacular, it wasn't like a firework, a spectacular explosion where there was this moment where I was so incredibly embarrassed and everyone was like, oh, remember when that happened? It wasn't like that. It's just also as I've gotten away from it more as Mm -hmm. I've continued in my career, I've looked back on it with, with more critical eyes 
and thought of some of the stuff that I didn't even realize was a waste of time at the beginning. Like there's just all these kind of red flags that you pick up on like what? experience. I would offer up an end of the month deal nearly every time. And they would come back like, oh yeah, we we think we might be able to get it. And, and it was, it's something that it's hard to read between the lines when you haven't done it a lot, but mm-hmm. it was just, it should have been clear. And it probably was clear to everybody else other than myself that this was not real, was never real, and was just, you know, a tactic for them, again, to get a better price from the person that they really wanted to. I did not need to spend all this time, spend all my company's time, spend, like I said, everyone around me's time on something that was never going to happen uh, because of my own refusal to give it up or to accept defeat graciously. It's something that when I look back on how I, what I would spend my time on and what I would... And I'm, I think I'm still learning this. And I think everybody's always still learning. When is it a situation where like you're doing yourself a disservice to continue to try to pursue something? As much as I say to even to the SDRs that are on my team now, it's, some things are better than others to pursue. But I think it comes down to having an overly positive attitude, but only up to a point when, you know, if someone is willing to meet with you for three hours every week and you never make any progress, mm-hmm. that's probably not someone that you are going to end up doing business with. And you can keep fooling yourself and convincing yourself that it's going to happen. You're going to convince them this time or you're going to get this new person on the call. But sometimes it's, it's just not meant to be. Uh, and they're not the right person for you. So did your boss or any of your teammates express frustration with wasted time? Or was this something that you observed in retrospect? Uh, It became a running joke. (laughs) We were big, we were big jokers, and would mess around about everything. It was kind of became uh, like an inside joke, almost this like, oh, this deal, it's, uh, it's coming in, right? And it so never was. Never to me, just I can't believe that we you know, wasted another half hour talking about this thing. Never anything direct like that. And it's possible that I, I was you know, a successful salesman when it came to convincing them that it was real. Probably the best selling that I did <laughs> was just like, no, 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 here's, here's why you're wrong when you tell me that it's not worth anything. Nothing positive things to say about my team. That's, we all had a great year. Team had a great year. Everybody went to President's Club. It was a great time that I think I would have enjoyed even more if I didn't have this big gray cloud Mm. of this fake, gigantic, too good to be true, but also not even true opportunity in front of me. So So surely you've gotten those kind of opportunities since then. How have you evaluated those more carefully since the mishap? A lot more scrutiny, a lot more being willing to ask someone or even being willing to say to someone like, it doesn't seem like you can get this over the line. It was something I would never have even imagined saying to someone then. But then as time went on, that became easier and instincts get better. So whenever I, you know, someone comes in saying, oh, we're going to buy everything your company has. Or we're going to do it all. We're going to do it in, in the next week. I go, oh, that's great. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Let's figure out what we're going to do next. Whereas before I was just like, holy shit, I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to, I'm going to close this, going to be, you know, blow everyone out of the water. I'm going to get double my quota for the year. But now there's a mixture of optimism and realism. And I think that's the best way to go. So Rob's big mistake was letting his personal ambitions and thirst to prove himself blind him to the red flags plastered against a prospective deal that would never materialize. In what must be a mark of his personal character, Rob's biggest regret wasn't the loss of a giant commission. Instead, Rob's biggest regret of the whole episode was dragging his teammates into the meetings, accidentally wasting their time, too, 
even if they never expressed resentment. For what it's worth, as someone who's hired and trained juniors, I'd rather misguided enthusiasm than just about any other type of mistake. While Rob admits his mistake is partially a product of inexperience, something only time and better instincts can correct for, he advises others in similar too-good-to-be-true situations to, yes, get excited about a potential win, but also press for practical details on moving forward. If you sense hesitation or are skeptical of a prospect's promises, try confronting them directly with a polite, plainly worded question to see if this prospect can take the proposal to the finish line and put money in the bank. Today, Rob Finn is the global sales manager of an international team supporting Tracelink, a digital platform for life science supply chains. You can find him on LinkedIn by going to pc-podcast.com slash Rob F, that's R-O-B-F, or by visiting his website at robertjfinn.com. Finn has two N's, so that's R-O-B-E-R-T-J-F-I-N-N. And you can find this and other episodes of the Professional Confessional Podcast at pc-podcast.com or on your preferred podcasting platform of choice. Do you want to come on and share your biggest professional mistake? Head to pc-podcast.com slash be our guest to schedule your professional confessional. Again, that's pc-podcast.com slash be our guest. In the meantime, Please share this episode to someone you think needs to hear this today and share what you needed to hear in a review. The more often we rate and review our favorite podcasts, the more people will find out about our community and the more episodes I can make. When we reach 25 reviews, I promise we'll vote on a special edition deep dive into a major mistake in history that is still relevant and affects how we do business today. Anyway, that's all for this professional confessional. I'm Ashley Stryker. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you'll join us next time. Talk soon.